Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good, happy Thursday afternoon and welcome back to your favorite show. On from noon to three right here on My Talk 1071. It's your favorite show because you're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show at My Talk 1071. It is just three minutes after the noon hour. You're probably eating your lunch. Which is a good thing, uh, because I'd like you to have as much food down your system as humanly possible before Colleen brings it all right back with oh, the latest uh, on Kim Kardashian hustling for her new Hulu show. Why are we talking about Kardashians today, well, Colleen? Oh, God. You know, there's always a good reason. So we did. I do want to say thank you to our listener, Becky, who sent me a lovely message and reminded me to put on my tinfoil hat because she had hers on and she said look at kim kardashian's instagram and i was like okay if i I will if i must and here's what i see from three days ago there's a photograph of um kim kardashian in like okay can i just quick take a side jaunt She's wearing that outfit that she's wearing all the time. She has it in like a bunch of different colors and flavors. Those like, you know, bodysuit things with the gloves. And then she's got the boots with the tights over them. This is her thing lately. Like this is her brand. Anyway, she's wearing one of those outfits. And she's standing in front of a gigantic projection screen with a, it, it looks like, honestly, it looks like a Netflix screen, but it's a Hulu screen. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's the screen of the big leap, and she says in her comment or in her um, in her uh, caption, caption, she says, "Have you guys started watching the Big Leap? It's a new feel good show that's all about second chances and chasing one's dreams. Tune into the Big Leap on Mondays, nine eight central on Fox TV, and." Catch up on the latest episodes now on Hulu. And then she hashtags it. Da 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 da. Ad. Yeah, so it's an ad. She's doing, she's so, like many of us on Instagram, making some money. Exactly. Now, Bradley, I'm going to ask you to do a little math here. Okay. Do you have your calculator? No, but I could probably get one. I think, yeah, right here, calculator. It's okay. Yeah, you just need your Kardashian calculator. The Kardashians are move are, are um, God, this moving over. Has such a big butt. I know it does. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. it? You'll be you'll be fine. Um, the Kardashians are getting ready to release a show on Hulu. Hulu. Dun, dun, dun. So, hmm, it seems as though Kim Kardashian is scratching the back of Hulu 
as part of the entire package of the Kardashians moving over to Hulu. Oh, I mean, you know, what's what's delightful about this particular piece of SponCon that you've laid out, wherein Kim Kardashian is pimping a new show on Hulu, great, you know, awesome. Again, Instagram is a wonderful place to share with your friends and followers, and sometimes, um, you know, you get paid to do ads for that. However, what I find particularly unique about this one is this is actually... It's clear that it's an ad because she does the hashtag ad, which is like a thing mm-hmm. that if if you are connected at all to, uh, you know, a business or you have ethics yourself, you will do because that's what's expected, right? Like that's the I don't know if it's the law per se, but it's it's what it's is legally. required um, by Hulu in terms of uh, if you're going to post an advertisement. That said, all the other SponCon she's done over the years does not always follow this set of rules. So what this means is like she's making actual Hulu money to do this because I'm sure it's Hulu who's saying, okay, we're going to need you to. And again, listeners, just trust me when I tell you, you need to like put the paid partnership designation. You need to put hashtag ad like that is a business telling her you need to do these five things in order to post this ad, which means, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, there's nothing unique about it. She's not. Like, there's nothing wrong with that by any stretch. Mm-mm. It just indicates to, to me that she is being given, um, you know, like this is a an actual job that she's being asked to perform by Hulu, which tells you that her role at Hulu is far more than just showing up on camera um, for their new show. Is it's she like following those Federal Trade Commission mm-hmm. yeah. guidelines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you now, for that, Holly. Uh, now, to, to just double down on this, to further prove that there's a lot of back-scratching going on. Um, now, this one does not follow the Federal Trade Commission's FTC uh, guidelines of paid partnership, nor does she use the hashtag ad. So this appears to be out of the goodness of her heart. This is from one week ago, just after she was on Saturday Night Live. Okay? Uh-huh. And she says the following in a caption. There's a picture of her either coming or going to the set of Saturday Night Live. And she captions it as such. Sorry, I needed a few days to decompress. I can't wait to share my incredible SNL content with you over the next few days. Hosting Saturday Night Live was probably one of the best experiences of my career. The amount of work that the entire NBC SNL team puts in to make a show like this is even possible is unmatched. What? It's a lot of words. That doesn't even make sense. Anyway, whatever. I'm forever grateful for this experience and to everyone that supported me and worked so hard to make this all possible. Thank you. If you missed the show, it is now streaming on Hulu. Now, this goes back to exactly what we talked about the very day after, well, the Monday after her SNL debut. We talked about exactly how this probably all happened, or more rather, why this all happened. Would you like to review? What What, what do you mean? What am I? Forgetting? You're reviewing how she got on Saturday Night Live in the first place. Oh, because why that partnership was so yeah. Normal. So we connect the dots. La 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 la. Went through and and pointed out the obvious that a lot of people were like, "Why is she hosting SNL?" Because she's Kim Kardashian, she gets all this attention. Sure, yes, she's a thing. But also because she's got a new series coming up on Hulu. And that's not nothing because Hulu, NBC, Disney, trust me when I tell you all those dots connect in such a way that you could see people in a boardroom going, we've got this new thing we're launching. And, you know, Kris Jenner is is um, sitting at the head of the table with, um, you know, a big fur muff on top of her head. And she's like, this isn't my first time at the rodeo, boys. 
<laughs> or whatever Joan Crawford said at the Pepsi. Fellas. Fellas. This ain't my fa- what? What's the quote? Well, my gay card's going to be revoked. We can't say it on the radio. Don't bleep with me, fellas. Oh, yeah. Don't bleep with me, fellas. This ain't my first rodeo. Why do I sound like, um, <laughs> what's his name from Saturday Night Live? That's, yeah, you sound like... Uh, Tails of yeah. the boot Yeah, black. that's the ticket. That's the that's ticket, the John. Ticket. Uh, love it. Oh. Love it? Yes. Love it. There we love go. It. Yes. Love it. Okay, anyway, <laughs> the point being that we did the dot connection such that... It's so clear that this is far beyond Kim Kardashian. They are now a part of the Hulu, NBC, Disney, Comcast uh, universe. Exactly. You know, speaking of Disney, throwing that in the mix, you know, we see them trotting around Disneyland all the time. And whenever they're at Disneyland, there's photographs of it. Because you know who just was recently at Disneyland? Jason Matheson. Mickey Mouse? No, he was at Disney World. Oh, no. land. Courtney and Travis were just at Disneyland. And there oh. was like a whole pictorial about it. Mm-hmm. So again, like if you pay attention, don't just look with your eyes. Look with your heart. Corporate synergy. Oh man, do you think that the Kardashian series on Hulu is going to go TGIF back in the 90s where they're going to have some very special episodes that take place at Disney Park? Oh, of course. Holly, I would not, have you I not would watched not the actual episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I haven't even watched the episodes, and I can tell you that all the locations were vetted for you know crossover promotional purposes. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, you're absolutely right. I would not be surprised in the least if they showed up at such places as um, the set of Two Broke Girls, which doesn't actually exist anymore. <laughs> So they're okay, trying to pull that out of your keister. Well, that's that, that show that I could not stand. I was like, how is this show still on? And then oh. people came at me because they loved that show. Anyway, yes, I, it is It is clear that for the next, uh, well, for the foreseeable future, we are going to see corporate synergy with a capital K. Does that, sorry, that just exhausts me. The idea of having to like live your entire life in that, like thinking that hard about everything like, how do you knit all of that together? Oh, they don't do that. Just, That's Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know, but it just sounds exhausting. Yeah, it sounds Chris, exhausting for her. It sounds exhausting to get those commands from her. I'm over it already. Yeah, yeah. I think the billions of dollars they earn probably takes away makes the sting of some of that. Yeah, they'll be okay. You're probably right. Yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> Look, it's, it, it, it is a long journey that Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian made from yesterday's Throwback Live, where Kim Kardashian was selling irons that steam your yes. clothes, it's and so Kris true. Jenner sold you psychic candles. Yeah, and so woe unto, wisdom. woe unto the person who underestimates you know, the power of a small waist and a large uh, plastic surgery behind. Mm-hmm. And talent. I will say, when it comes to, you know, it's not that they are devoid of talent as individuals, as human beings, um, as a corporate entity. I would lay most of that at, at the brilliant mind, also slash evil, of Chris Jenner. Um, but they obviously are talented at what they do, or we wouldn't continue to be doing this. It's much easier to just write them off as, like, you know, annoying and dumb, which feel free. But but I think that misses the opportunity we have to learn from their uh cavalcade of terror 
right? Like, Preach. like you know, again, it's success, and a lot of people are trying to mirror that success. I mean, look at all of the people around the world, not just in the United States, who are trying to mirror that success in their own right. Like, I'm going to try to get a little bit of this Kardashian pie, which... You know, good luck to them, and somewhat, I'm sure they've been successful. So, as far right. as that's concerned, they are driving a global industry. It's just the fact that they are driving a global industry that makes me just a little bummed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yes. Yay. I mean, I can't even. We can't. We don't have time. Yeah, we do. To continue we actually to go. do. So please go. Oh, I just was gonna say, like, it's the you know, it's the pain of it is again, like the monstrous monstrous amounts of money they are making by manipulating reality mm-hmm. and the time space continuum yeah it's like yeah I, your brain i cannot wrap my brain around it it's a lot of work but they're doing and, it well and frankly it's a lot of people it goes far beyond the individuals i mean we always focus on the individuals it's much like politicians or musicians or like you know celebrities <clears throat> In all sorts of environments, there are so many people around them making those things happen that, you know, I'm sure Kim Kardashian most days is like, I'm not saying she's not a hardworking lady, but I just think that a lot of what we see has been manufactured by and supported by a lot of other people who you will never Mm -hmm. know and who hopefully have made a handsome living because I would like to think other people other than the Kardashians have made some money along the way as well. (sighs) Not us, though. Thank you so much for sharing that Spawn Con pile journey with us here on the Colleen and Bradley show. When we come back, we have somebody who's going to take us on another journey. Her name is Elizabeth Reese, and she's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a, my talk dirt alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood is our good friend, Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth, darling. Hello, friends. Hello. Nice to be with you today. Oh, I just feel the same way about your voices. They're like music to my little ears. It means we're at 1220. And that's a nice time of day. Mm -hmm. Maybe like time for a little lunch would be great. Britney Spears' dad, Jamie, has been dropped by his lawyers after this conservatorship Hmm. suspension. Bye. The law firm is called Holland and Knight, and it represented Jamie Spears for years during this conservatorship battle. It has dropped him as a client over concerns that Britney's attorney will sue after the guardianship is terminated. Mm -hmm. So So um, this is what a a source close to the situation told Page Six that uh, Britney's attorney has said numerous times that he's going to investigate and sue Jamie. And if and when he does, Jamie will need to defend and likely be adverse to parties in the conservatorship. Does not surprise me. I mean, they they are trying to cover all their bases and stay out of jail. I guess. Hold of their money. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. 
you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Six says that Jamie found himself... It looks all guilty though. Yeah, right? Uh, Found himself in need of new representation and that he authorized his lead counsel, his former lead counsel now, to help him find a strong litigator. Hmm... Yeah, I mean, this is all behavior of somebody who's trying to hide some stuff. Or is scared, at the very least, is is frightened right. and uh, in the process of, you know, like like the allies are coming and they're quickly burning files and trash cans. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Yeah. I wonder what kind of files he has. I bet a lot of files. Well, allegedly, right? supposedly, remember from the documentary, like video files I too, know, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Everything's on your computer, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa Rinna says that Scott Disick's uh, direct messages played a role in his breakup from Amelia Hamlin. Poor Scott Disick. Ooh, He's all over, more. all over the news this week. He's going to have a terrible holiday season because of Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's engagement. And this is like the headline that Us Weekly has been posting every single day this week. which is just woe is scott disick his holidays are going to be so terrible because courtney got engaged i think (laughs) he's gonna be okay um but it was social media drama that led to the breakup lisa renna said when asked by andy cohen about this during the real housewives of beverly hills reunion well i don't think that was helpful she said there was never one reason why i think people split up but uh, now is the time for everyone to heal. And what it was, was when Scott Disick DM'd another of Kourtney Kardashian's exes to slam Kourtney's PDA with Travis oh, Barker. Yeah, that and was, so, um, what's his name? Benjamin? Una, uh, Eunice Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sorry, yes. So Scott Disick is talking smack about Kourtney in DMs to Kourtney's other ex. Mm-hmm. About Courtney having PDA with Travis, which then Lisa Rinna saying part of like the contributing factor of Amelia Gray Hamlin saying, I don't think I want to be with you anymore. Also, he's so 38 and twisted. he probably acts younger than her. And I think she just turned 20. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that is a mature decision. Like that is a mature thing to say when you know, when you see the way somebody's treating an ex and you go, I don't want to be that person. I know. Yeah, That's a mature be. decision. Well, and it was interesting be. because his other, her, uh, the other ex, Eunice Benjamin, who's only 28, when Scott Disick wrote, yo, is this chick okay, bro? Like, what is this in the middle of Italy? Referring to Courtney and Travis and their mm-hmm. photos of their public displays of affection. Eunice wrote back and said, doesn't matter to me as long as she's happy. P.S. I ain't your bro. And then Which he is also a very like, mature response. But then he exactly. Like, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. But but truly, I mean, what we see over and over and over with Scott Disick is that he's the least mature in the bunch. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I will say I think Scott Disick is also uh what's uh, I think what's he's like phrase? kinda broken. I mean, I think he needs some help. But also, um, like a fox, what do we say? Something like a fox? Fly like a fox. Fly like what's the I don't know. Isn't a fox anyway, fly? Yeah. But my point being, like, I think he understands how social media and tabloids work and his role in relationship to the Kardashians, a.k.a. the upcoming season of whatever this new Hulu series is, such that he can create storylines where there were none. And while that sucks for life, (laughs) it's actually Mm -hmm. probably good for 
for Chris Jenner and the the entire clan. Well, everybody needs a villain, yeah. and he's just exactly. playing the villain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it. It's strategic that every day this week has been a headline about Scott Disick and his woe is me. And it is sly right. like a fox. You are correct. <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm like, do I have a children's book that describes how a fox is? All and then you remember in the movie Zootopia, the you know, foxes have a bad rap because everyone says they're sneaky and tricky. I saw a fox um, in uh, like near the gym where I work out, just like tootling around. Yeah. And it was the weirdest looking thing. Like, I just am not used to seeing foxes out in their natural habitat, mm-hmm. especially in the middle of a city. They have it a loud just bark. They have like a weird bark. Looked very cute, but I'm sure it did not want to get close to Well, me. there's nothing cuter than a baby fox. Mm. Oh, their little pointy ears are just so wonderful. Listen, you run into a pack of wild turkeys in the city. They do not oh, care. They will cut a bitch. They don't care that you're driving through with your car. I had to take a little detour the last couple of weeks because there was a road closure on my route to work. And so I found on my new route that there was a flock of wild turkeys that lived there. And I would be like driving through and I'd have to like say, hey, guys, excuse. I literally rolled down the window. I was like, excuse me. Because they, they literally they don't, don't care. No, they don't care. One time I was driving and there was one next to me and I couldn't see it. And I was like, try- I was going as slow as possible because I wasn't going to be the one to kill that thing because I knew they'd all come after me. <laughs> you can't mess around with a wild turkey. Mm-mm. A wild Mm-mm. turkey is something to behold. Uh, Megan McCain said she had a panic attack after Joy Behar insulted her on The View. And she said she cried for days. This was when Meghan McCain re- returned to The View from her maternity leave in January, and Joy Behar told her she didn't miss her. I, it was such a bad move, Joy Behar. Like, that's just, yeah, I don't know. You don't, like, kick a new mom when she's trying to come oh, back no. to work. Like, even if you don't like her and you don't agree with her. Like, Yeah, there was no love lost between those two. No, 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 no. A lot but of pettiness, know, too. We got a lot of love between the three flash four of us. There's just love everywhere. Yeah. The love fest. We love you, Elizabeth Reese. Thank you so much for sharing headlines with us. You can catch Elizabeth, of course, every day at three on Twin Cities Live on KSTP Channel 5. When we come back, Holly's got juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. Blind items right here on my talk. You know that you can. Juicy bits of gossip with the name left out. Holly's got it all right here on my talk. 1071. Okay, that didn't work at the end. I'm Bradley Trainer. That was great. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show at 12... 30 this beautiful Thursday, October 21st. Oh my God, it's almost November. But right now, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on blind items. Blinded by the item. Ride that blind item gossip. That's right. (laughs) It's like straddling a mechanical bull. Hang on tight. Hang on tight. While I read you this celebrity gossip mystery, when he first started out, this A-list dual-threat actor who was married to someone much higher on the list used to provide sexual services to wealthy older women. Oh, so he was Ooh. married to a more famous lady. He's foreign-born? Uh, yes. And, and dual-threat? Yes. And he was married TV to and movies. an older Sorry. lady? Um, a parent, no... Somebody who was more famous than him. Yes. And so what this person liked to do was to service ladies of the older variety. Got it. He was servicing older ladies. That's Um, right. Was his wife an older lady? No. Oh, no. Iowa's not foreign. Forget it. Mm -hmm. I was going to say Ashton Kutcher. Foreign? 
Um, well, some people said yes. That okay. it could be him. But I it's was saying born. No. Um, no, there's no foreign born in any of this. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. No, it's just an A minus list dual threat actor married to someone much higher on that list. Now, yes, some people said Ashton Kutcher because at one point in time he was married to Demi Moore. Correct. Oh, sure. Uh huh. Okay, but there's another one. Yes. Another option. Yeah, okay. there's another option. Um, this person was married to that more famous person, I would say about 20 years ago. Oof, okay. Um, so somebody who, is he considered like sexy? Yes, people have considered him sexy in the past. People have considered him have sexy. Have considered him sexy That in means the he's past. not right now? Well, no, I suppose he still is, but he was definitely a heartthrob. And yes, this person has starred on film and television. A heart throb from 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> and I'm thinking that it's probably this person. Okay. Kirk so. Cameron. <laughs> oh. Lord okay. help us. Fine. Literally. Uh, this yeah, person, really? their ex-wife is still very famous. She's an Academy Award winner. Uh, she also is a star of film and uh Screen. Oh, Ryan Philippe. Yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. that's on brand. That feels right. That feels right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. So when yeah. he first started, I'm just going to Google him for bleeps just and for giggles fun. for reference. Okay. So <laughs> the blind item says when he first started out, Ryan Philippe, who was married to Reese Witherspoon, used to provide sexual services to wealthy older women. Hmm. What was his TV work? Oh, he's done a lot. He was on soap operas. Uh, he is currently, he had a role on Big Sky. His okay. role currently is hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's all, still hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's appeared on lots of shows, uh, um, one-offs. He also was in 10 episodes of Damages back in the day with Glenn Close and Rose okay. Byrne. Yeah. He really, he is easy on the eyes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you know. You're, it's you're not. It's not your. It's not your bailiwick. We get it. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Give him ten years. We it's all have fine. taste. We all have. We all have our own things that we appreciate. Mm-hmm. The multiple reality star slash horrible actress thinks she has found true love with her Russian mobster. He just wanted to brag to his friends. Lindsay Lohan. I thought that too, but it was the like multiple reality star part that's Ooh, throwing me. Okay. Yeah. Now like there, a Farrah Abraham? No, no. There was a previous <laughs> blind item, you guys, giving you a little hint. And we talked about it on the show, saying that this multiple reality star slash horrible actress recently got a job in another country because of her relationship with this <gasps> Russian oh, yeah, monster. Yeah. 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 Ooh, who was that? Oh, is it like a Bella? Not Bella Thorne. She's not a reality star. Oh, um, oh man, this is it's. I remember that blind item, and I remember we had a difficult time getting to it. And then once we got to it, there were pictures of her there. Is it an islandy place? I think it was an islandy place. Yes. Yeah, it all feels really familiar. <laughs> Wait, the show that she was on was an islandy place? No, the 
the place where she got a job. Yes. Was an islandy place. And she shared it on social media. And yes, it's an islandy place. Yes. Oh. Well, let's focus on um, like what kind of reality shows? All sorts. Like competition Uh, reality shows? No, they mostly focus around her and her family. Oh. Not like Tori Spelling? Tori Spelling. Oh, that's right. It was Tori Spelling. Oh. Well, I don't know. Okay, fill in the blanks. Okay, so, filling in the blank, Tori Spelling thinks she has found true love with her Russian mobster. But that person just wanted to brag to his friends Mm. about hooking up with Tori Spelling. Now, the blind item that we talked about mm, was from Tori Spelling's posts last month where she was filming in Malta. That's right. Yes. It all sounds familiar now. And that the reason she was filming in Malta is because she has relations with such people. Weird. And that perhaps... She really wants to get a divorce. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is out of left field. Ah, twenty twenty one. You never know. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Now this one comes from somebody who worked inside a Las Vegas casino. Throwing it back to around two thousand five. This foreign-born, A-plus-list, mostly movie actor attacked a man over a slot machine. Apparently, mm-hmm. that actor is very attached to a machine called Mr. Cashman <laughs> and has a particular machine he prefers. But his preferred one was occupied by another guest. The casino employee says that they witnessed, without warning or even saying anything, the actor came up behind the man, grabbed the collar of the shirt, and ripped him out of his seat, throwing him onto the floor. Then the actor sat in the chair and began playing with the man's balance of $20 or so. He won thousands Ooh. of dollars and then peed on the person on the floor. Oh, boy. Is that Ben Affleck? <laughs> no. Because uh, that was is the only somebody, gambling one that I could think of. Is it somebody who would have been in a gambling movie at the time? I don't think so. Okay. How did I'm sorry, how did uh, the blind item describe this individual again as an actor? A foreign-born A-plus-list mostly movie actor. Like Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise? No. Um <laughs> I will give you foreign-born, a- not was- like planetary. I will give you a but hint. But isn't he from Canada? No, he's from upstate New York. Did he live in Canada? No. Why do I think No, but he's connected to space, and so I can understand how you thought he was born elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, a lot of Canadians cross the border and go he shopping. He spent in part of his childhood in Canada. Oh, eh? Yeah. Eh? I knew there was a Canadian connection. I did actually read the autobiography, or not autobiography, the biography of Tom Cruise, which I don't recommend on an empty stomach. Oh, Oof. I bet that was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so this person, let me give you a hint. They've been known in the past for their erratic behavior. And losing their temper. Gerard Depardieu. I mean, that's a good guess. I mean, because Bradley did say the P. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's true. An A-plus list, mostly movie actor who's foreign born. Like British? Canadian? Australian. Oh, like a Mel Gibson? Oh, no. Russell Crowe? Oh. Ooh. 
That's okay. I'm glad everybody's okay. That is a very funny story. (laughs) Yeah. So filling in the blank back in 2005, apparently Russell Crowe was very attached to a slot machine called Mr. Cashman. (laughs) So weird. I don't know what that (laughs) is. So funny. And there was a particular Mr. Cashman slot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts that he really liked oh yeah that's a thing yeah but it was occupied by another guest so russell crowe grabbed that guest's collar ripped him out of the seat threw him on the floor then russell crowe sat at his favorite mr cashman slot machine and played with the other guy's balance so i mean rude. that's bullsy <laughs> so very bullsy all right well that was a delightful <laughs> spate of blind items you brought for us today holly roberts hey when we come back oh colleen has all the latest on tory spelling it's tory part de, uh when we come back right here on my talk 1071 spelling can't shut up about whether or not she's getting divorced or not getting divorced with dean mcdermott nobody cares but she still wants us to know we have part two of that illustrious tale as told on this very program today, as presented by our good friend and uh, host of the show, Colleen Lindstrom. Colleen, please tell us what's going on with Tori Spelling. Okay, so let's bring everybody up to date. Uh, in case they missed yesterday, one of the things we talked about, we did a little segment. It was called Cleverly, a schmear of pap. A schmear of pap. And that's when the paparazzi caught up with our friend Tori Spelling when she was dressed in a smart double-breasted blazer and screaming into her phone whilst holding a legal pad with a very important list on it. And Bradley, do you remember what was on that list? Yeah, she had to um, check a pig pen or get a pig pen or something. And then there pig was pen some- estimate, I believe. Yep. And then it was like uh, custody, lawyer, fight, assets. Yeah. Right. So like what were we made to believe by that very spontaneous photograph that they were fighting over custody and assets? Now, when I say a very spontaneous photograph, did we actually think that was spontaneous? No, absolutely not. That was not spontaneous. It was all planned for publicity. Completely. It was a paparazzi uh, paid for experience. Exactly. So, you know, we know that Tori Spelling is trying to have trying to make us have some sort of perspective about what might or might not be going on in her marriage with Dean McDermott. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw this article in Us Magazine, and I thought to myself, Tori, I was born at night, mm. but I was not born last night. Mm-hmm. Because this story in Us Magazine online 
says, headline, Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott are staying together for the kids' sake amid split rumors. Okay. Now, it's conflicting messages, but sure. Yeah, like we don't know for sure what they're doing, right? That's, you know, but it is in Tori Spelling's best interest for us to be on the seesaw with her. Why? Well, because it gets her attention and maybe she can spin it into a program. TV show. Precisely. Reality show, which nobody will watch, but whatever. Nobody cares. This is the thing is like, we're exhausted, Tori. We're exhausted. But you know what? Fine. We'll play the game because, you know, you're showing up. And so we'll play. We'll play along. Well, we'll just use you as an opportunity to show the world how this all works. But yeah. Right. Right. So as the story goes, um, first of all, Us Magazine references those very pictures in page six, uh, the photos where she held a notepad that read assets, support and custody. And by the way, just even the fact that like they zoomed in on that is so clearly choreographed, right? Like the way she was holding it, facing the camera and like the fact that they zoomed in so clearly on it, that was all directed. It's all a performance. Right. So Us Magazine says... You know, yesterday these pictures were made public on page six. She's holding a notepad. The notepad says this, blah, blah, blah. Well, a source is saying to Us Magazine, quote, she's been close to leaving many times, but she ends up staying for the kids' sake. Uh, The source adds that, uh, well, the source is talking, obviously, about her and her husband, Dean McDermott, and reminding us that they share five children, and um, this, and then the, it goes on to outline all of the different ways that we have known that their marriage is on the rocks, starting with the fact that she talked with Jeff Lewis in June about how she was not sleeping in the same room with him. And then uh, also he, in an interview, uh, talked about the fact that she had been out and about without her wedding ring on, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> This entire article, this entire package is like served up to us, already wrapped with a bow around it Mm -hmm. to try to tell us the story of how the two of them may or may not be staying together, but they'll probably stay together for the kids. Yeah. Which, what is this? Like the 1970s? Nobody does that anymore. Well, somebody think of the children. (laughs) You don't stay together for the children, quote unquote. That's an excuse. And that's probably dysfunctional. So if, if there's a problem such that you two can't, have a mature, healthy relationship, it would actually probably be best for the kids if you figured out how to live as mature adult human beings without, you know, uh, disrupting your children's lives with your own, you know, drama. So, and nice try. Something tells me they're one big happy family who's trying to make some money in Hollywood. Exactly. And get some attention. And listen, lest you think we're being callous, like this, she is the uh, boy who cried wolf. Because you'll recall, remember the story of the boy who cried wolf? I know. She's the boy who cried wolf. Because remember, the last time we went through this entire controversy with them, it was over an imaginary woman that her husband had had an affair with. Yeah, Georgina Glass from Canada. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Her name was Georgina Glass. But on, it was Emily Goodhand. And her remember? she literally was from Canada. It was his girlfriend from Canada that nobody's ever and seen before, and she doesn't actually exist. Nobody could materialize, or nobody yeah. could, you the know. Only, the only good hand that uh, Dean McDermott's ever dated is his own. Hey-oh! That was good. 
That was a good hand. I mean, it was just, it was a (laughs) complete farce. And this entire, these people are are literally just trolling us all constantly. Actually, more importantly, they're trolling, um, like, I just feel bad for the studios in Hollywood uh, or the, you know, production companies that are like, oh, God, here comes Tori Spelling again. Oh, right. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, I have a brilliant idea for a new show. So my husband and I are having some troubles <laughs> and... No, we're not buying it. We've been down that road before. You know what I feel the worst for? I'm going to say it, and it's like you already know what I'm going to say. I feel the worst for the children. Because they're just sort of pawns in this game where their parents are trying to get attention all the time. Yeah, And, you know, they're just trying to live their lives. And their mom's getting a new face. And, you know, they're well, always trying to do, like, reality TV. I just hope, you know, I mean, they have enough. They probably have big, fat trust funds from Grandpa, uh, I would imagine. But even if they don't, I, I imagine somebody will come to them at some point and hand them a load of cash to spill the beans on what Tori Spelling is really like behind right? the scenes. So they'll you be know good. What? That's they're actually good. a good question, because we know that we know that Tori did not get, like, she was disinherited by her dad. Spelling. But, but we don't know, I'm, at least I don't know, if there was some sort of nest egg set aside for the grandchildren. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I assume that uh, Penny, what it's not Penny, what's um, Mrs. Candy. Spelling's candy. candy? I'm sure Candy has all of, of Daddy Spelling's money, and she has probably made arrangements for the kids i would imagine upon her that's a good point on her upon her passing because i'm sure aaron everything from aaron went to candy yeah yeah or like a foundation or you know who knows listen i I don't got that kind of i don't got that kind of problem yeah you know it's a good thing we don't i don't know how that works more money more problems but i would like Mm -hmm. a little more because i'm fine with a few more problems with that money some light dramas if the problems are like i don't know what to spend this on i'm down with that problem yeah it's a good problem to have (laughs) thank you colleen for uh proving once again that tori spelling is just wasting our time but delightfully so and it gave us a whole conversation to have when we come back what's your ordering hack to get more